Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. undeniable that we shouldn't be together ah uh, it's unbelievable how i used to say that i'd fall never the places you need to know if you don't know just how i feel mm, then let me show you now that i'm for real mm, mm. If all things in time, time will reveal Yeah, yeah, yeah One You're like a dream come true Two Just wanna be with you Three Boy, it's plain to see That you're the only dick for me And four Repeat steps One, two, three, uh, five Make you fall in love with me If ever I believe my work is done Then I start back at one Yeah, mm. So incredible the way the things work themselves out. Welcome to the Solomon Ray podcast. I'm your host, Solomon Ray. That was um, <clears throat> Brian McKnight back at one. It's a little, it's a little, little, you know, cute little song that I wrote for Brian. And the funny thing about that is, it's crazy. Like, it's really crazy because, like, I sent the song to him. I was like, "Yo, like, I feel like this is gonna, you know, I feel like." This could be a great song that you could tap into. I don't know if you're there vocally like me, but, you know, I just feel like, I feel like you could probably just really eat this song up. And so he was like, I don't know, Solomon, you know, like he listened to the demo that I, I made and he was like, I just don't think I'm vocally where you are. So, you know, we had to drop the key a little bit. You know, we had to change up a lot of things. It's really no shade, but, you know. He struggled a little bit in the booth. You know what I'm saying? But that's why I was there. I had to, like, work with him, coach with him and stuff like that. But nonetheless, nonetheless, we did finish the song. Um, maybe one day I'll, I'll share with you guys the demo. Because um, this, you know, the three octave and, like, I did about, like, four different key changes. You know, like, not everybody's able to do that. So it's just um, one of these days, one of these days. But welcome to the show. I did not do a show last week, but I was so close to it. I was really, what was I doing last week? Thursday, Thursday. Oh, I, I was flying out to San Diego with the cats the next day. Was it? Yeah, Friday. And I remember Wednesday, I don't know what was I doing Wednesday. Wednesday, oh, I went out. 
um, to celebrate my birthday with Tish, Ashley, and Jonathan. And girl, I was twirling to like, I didn't get home till like 8 a.m. So I was like, oh, girl, I'm going to like, you know, record the podcast on Thursday and, you know, still be able to drop it. Bitch, I had a pack. I still had a lot of things to do. And literally, it was like midnight. Like, it was like 1 a.m. Friday. And then my flight um, with the cats was like in a couple hours. And I was like, girl, let me just go to sleep and just not even do this fucking episode. So I didn't do it. So my apologies, you guys. But she's back. I literally just got off the plane right now. Um, My bags are still on the floor, which they'll probably be there for a little bit. Um, yeah, it's weird because I'm in my apartment alone. The cats are not here. So it's like quiet. So I'm, it's kind of eerie. You know what I'm saying? It's not like I've never not been around them, you know, but it's like, I've never not been in my actual home. You know what I'm saying? Like my, my home. So they're with my parents in their house, you know, just living their life and, you know, crittering throughout the, the the halls and up and down the stairs and just enjoying their life. But um, first things first, I do want to give a shout out to the girls who have written and rated this review. Five stars and five stars only. There are a few um, reviews. Let me see. Let me look. Let me look. Um, When was the last time I did one? Um... There is... Okay, so there is one from Rose. She writes... Wow, I've been following Solomon for years. Oh, no, this is the Muslim one. Never mind, just kidding. Wait, why does it say it was posted on Sunday? Hmm. Um. Kai Phillips, we did that one. We did Andres, we did Denitra. We did Rose. Well, damn, maybe there is no no new, new reviews. Wow. Just, you know, well, when everybody gets a little bit of sense... Feel free to rate and review the, the podcast five stars and five stars only. If you are inclined to write a review, feel free. But um, let's get into it. Um, what? How? I need to figure out where. How? When was the last time we spoke? Um, I went to the. Okay, I don't think I told you. So I went to the opera. It was fabulous. I had a really great time. Um, it was just like a nice excuse also to hang out with my friend. I always been wanting to go to the opera since forever. I just never did. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like there's like certain New York staples that you're like, oh, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll get to you, get to it. And then you kind of never do. You kind of just sink into <clears throat> your like day to day life. Um, so I was like, no, bitch, I'm about to move. So I really want to go to the opera. So I, we went to see Aida. Um, and it was just like a nice moment to go. I've never been to an opera in New York. My mom reminded me, and she's right, I've been to two operas before. And I remember them being incredibly boring. But, you know, I was a kid. But, um, yeah, I, I've been to two before. But this is like the New York City opera. Like, this is the Met. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't get any better than this. The fucking set design was insane. It was bananas. It was great. Um, But I will say, like, it just... There is something about getting dressed up that just... I can That can shift your mood. Well, at least for me. You know, there's something about, like, you know, taking the time to do your hair, do your makeup, pick out your clothes. This whole process of, like, turning yourself from, you know... 
not to hot. You know what I'm saying? Like, just not looking so frumpy. And I definitely have really, really leaned into my comfort lately in the last, like, what, what like, three, four years to where I'm totally into, like, athleisure. I'm wearing Crocs now, bitch. I bought a pair of Crocs right before, was it when I got back from um, Japan? And I was like, let me just see what these bitches is about. Oh, yeah, because they, they had them on Black Friday on Amazon. And so I ordered them. And, bitch, I put them bad boys on. And it is, I got them on right now. I got them on right now. I wear them on a plane. I wear them everywhere except for, like, out in the streets or whatever. But, yeah, bitch, I love me some. So I'm all about, like, stretch material, breathable material, like, just comfort, bitch. So, but, you know, putting on a tux with, you know, cufflinks and a little bow tie and, like, a little, you know, fur coater. And I found these cute little Louboutin shoes at a, not a thrift store, but, like, a consignment store. And they were a size 10, so it was my size. But, bitch, they were they run small. So I squeezed my little fat, wide Mexican feet in them bitches. And I wore those. And just had like a little good old time. It was it was fabulous. So that was cute. And then um, a couple days later, we celebrated my birthday in Jersey Jerz. I had a good old time there. And then I went to San Diego um, with the cats. And I mean, I, I, I had to fly United because you can buy an extra seat. So, I think there's one other airline you can do this. But for the most part, no no airline, especially not Delta, they will not allow you to buy an extra seat. You know, like a person has to be sitting in there, which I don't understand why. Maybe it's a weight thing. I don't know. I don't get it. Um, but yeah, so I, I bought an, an extra seat because I had to fly with both cats. And... Um, just kind of, and then, I, but then I had to fly through Newark, so that was kind of um, a little different for me. It's just it was a little different, but it wasn't that bad, you know. It is what it is, you know. You just gotta like hunker down and just go through the phases, and you know. So it was fine. I did go um, get to San Diego. I did buy a car. Um, I ended up settling on a Honda CRV. Um, the new 2023s are so cute and so dope. Like the features, the features. Okay. So the, so, so when I was shopping for cars, I was like, okay, I'm going to get an SUV or whatever. I looked at Range Rovers. I looked at some Jaguars. I looked at some Audis. What else? What else? Um, some Jeeps, uh, the Mustang. That was a quick goner for me. Um, what else did I look at? I looked at definitely a Mercedes, but didn't want to spend like 90,000 and upwards on a car. I don't ever really look at BMWs. It's really no shade to BMWs. My dad has a BMW. My mom has a BMW. I like them. They're great. I just feel like, I feel like on the luxury end of things, they don't really, they're lacking in a lot of the design elements that have really allowed Things like Maseratis and, and Mercedes and other, even fucking Lexus cars to stand out. Whereas I think the BMW kind of just, 
the design has really been very stagnant. But needless to say, I just didn't want to spend a lot of money. So um, I did. I think I might have told you guys this, but I looked into, I was like, you know what? Let me just look at this fucking Toyota RAV4. And I was like, mm, neither here nor there. Not for me. But, you know, cute nonetheless. But I did. I thought it was a great, you know, car for under $40,000. And then I got an ad that popped up and I was like, look at the Honda CRV. And I looked at it and the design elements and then the features reminded me exactly of my my bins and i was like this is wild and the the same features except better um so yeah and it's like 30 something thousand dollars so i was like girl let me just go on and do it so i settled on that i definitely i was like you know that's the car i want um it works gas efficient blah 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 um and it was under $40,000. I don't want to spend more than $40,000 because I'm getting ready to buy a house. And I just didn't want to have like a, like a huge debt. You know what I'm saying? Like I want also wanted to finance the car because at part of, you know, credit, which is just a fucking scam, you just have to like work at it. And, you know, you have to show like different types of loans. And at this point, it's like when I look at my credit, it's great. But at the same time, it's like, I don't use my credit. You know, I was always someone who always did a lot of things in cash. And then the things that I do have on my credit, I don't have an auto loan. So they want to see like a variety of different types of loans. Um, sometimes, not always. But um, yeah, it's like, and it's like, I don't use a lot of my credit card usage. It's like less than 5% each of credit card usage each month. And, you know, so talking to people, they were like, this is a good way to, you know, boost your credit score and blah, 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 blah. So I've been doing a lot of things in the last like year and it's been working, bitch. So needless to say, I was like, you know what? I'm definitely not going to buy the car in cash. I'm going to just finance it for the next 10 months and, you know, let that be that. Um, but yeah, I just, um, so it was nice to have a car again. I, I totally miss that. I totally miss like driving around, listening to music, not being around people, not like being in the back of an Uber, having it smelling like corn chips, bitch, you know? So that was nice. Then, um, what did we, what did I do the next day? Oh, the next day I threw my little birthday shindig in San Diego. We, I got a, I did a cocktail hour at, in a, I ended up staying at like a suite in, at the Andaz and next door was a restaurant. So it was like perfect. So I did like a little cocktail hour there and it was nice. Literally everybody showed up except for like, like two people, but that was kind of like expected and under, I understood it. Um, but yeah, literally everybody showed up and I kind of, you know, like when people are like, oh, I'll be there, I'll be there, I'll be there. And then sometimes like something kind of pops up or like, I don't know, I just... I didn't expect everybody to show up, but bitch, everybody did. And bitch, we had a good old time. And it was like friends I've known for a very long time, also new friends. But nonetheless, it was like people who were super duper authentic. And I mean, how can I don't, I hate, the only way I can say this is by saying it like this. And it sounds like I'm tooting my own horn, but 
how can I put it? Like when I looked at all my friends and everybody who showed up, it reiterated like they showed up for me. You know what I'm saying? Like they showed up because of me, because I'm a good friend. I'm a good person. You know what I'm saying? And I would do the same clearly for them. And it's just kind of like this unwritten contract amongst friends of like, you know what I'm saying? Like some people be around people and they're a little like shaky, a little, you know, wishy-washy. And for me to just look around, it's like people I've known for a while and every single one I have really good relationships with. I was like, why? How did everybody just show up? And I don't know. I think it's a testament of, I mean, I don't want to say this because I'm, I don't think it's it's true because everyone's different. But I also think, for me personally, I think it's a testament of um, who you are. You know, and I, this, literally the only way I could say this is without sounding narcissistic. But I, I just, it's not really coming from a narcissistic place. But I'm sure it subconsciously is. But um, I was thinking, and I don't know why I was thinking about this. But I was thinking like a few like weeks ago I was like bitch if I fucking died and I had like a funeral or whatever like I wouldn't want a funeral I don't really care I told my parents I was like listen put me in a fucking black hefty ziploc I mean trash bag okay put my body in it and just toss it out with the with the trash on Sunday literally and keep the insurance money I mean I'm not trying to crack a joke or anything like this is dead ass what I want and I probably need to like I mean I don't think you can do this legally but I'm like don't spend no money on me Take the insurance money and then just pocket it. Like, bitch, I'm dead, you know? But I got to thinking, I was like, no, that's never going to happen. They're going to do some funeral or, like, somebody would do a funeral or whatever. But I just know that this, I'm sorry, this sounds so narcissistic, but I just know, like, if I had, like, a little memorial service or stuff, I know mad people will show up. You know what I got? Because people are like, oh, no one's going to show up to my funeral. No one's going to show up. And I was like, well, I know a lot of people going to show up at mine. I just... And I didn't mean that in, like, a bragging way of, like, bitch, ain't nobody showing up to your dead ass shit. You know, it wasn't that. It was just the fact that, like, I know for a cold, hard fact, mad people will show up. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, you know, like, when, I don't know if it's about, like, if you leave a lasting impression on people. It's But what I've, what I've said many, many times is people will always remember how you made them feel. You know what I'm saying? And, like, the impact you had or, like, moments that, like, helped them and stuff. Because people have done that for me. So it's, like, I know for a good goddamn fact that if I had a funeral, it ain't going to be, like, three, four, five people. You know what I'm saying? That bitch is going to be jumping, bitch. And I hope if I do die, bitch, we be throwing a party and it be jumping. All right? I'm going to have to ask my homegirl, Dasha, bitch. DJ at the funeral. Run that back. Play that too short, bitch. Play that too short, then run it on back with some Kaya. Then run it on back with some Jodeci, bitch. Then 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 do a little sprinkle of Selena. Then run it on back with a little <coughs> little little Kim. Then and then then we're gonna have to do a whole Bad Boys records. You know, 30, 30 minutes and nothing but Bad Boy Records. So it's, you know, it is what it is. But needless to say, it really did touch me that like everybody showed up you know and <clears throat> i had um my friend grant from new york was there and so he came over he came um my friend tia she came and you know and then all my friends in san diego did and it was just like a nice 
the moment, you know, and having dinner and drinks and laughing. The only thing I do remember that I forgot is whenever you're throwing it. So hold on. Didn't I say something like this? I think I said it like I was a listener letter a few weeks ago or maybe last episode or something. You have to be a good host. You know what I'm saying? You have to. I mean, you don't have to do shit, bitch. You don't got to do shit. But I did notice. I was like, I forgot every time I throw like something. I'm always making sure I'm making my rounds. And, you know, so at dinner, they couldn't accommodate all of us on one big ass table. So they put us on two different tables. So I was kind of like bouncing between different tables and, you know, just you know, making sure I have like a moment to talk to everybody because there's nothing worse than like when you invite a group of people that ultimately like, especially when it comes to like birthdays and family things, there's people who's known each other for a very long time. You know what I'm saying? There's groups of people who've known each other for a very long time. And then there's people who've known different types of groups. So you know, like Serena, I've, I've known her since I was 15, but then I have some of my group of friends who I've known literally since I was four and five years old. You know what I'm saying? So they may not, they're, they're friends now, but like things cross. And so like there's, there's moments. So you just got to have as the host, you got to make sure everyone's introduced. You have to like, you know, make your rounds. You have to be like, oh, by the way, whatever, let's say this bitch over here is, into flowers or a florist or whatever and this other bitch is in botany or whatever fucking you do in the grass and the dirt bitch but you know what i'm saying you gotta like you gotta get the conversations going it's a whole i don't want to say an art but it is definitely a thing you have to do um so i just was like oh damn i'm like bouncing all over the damn place but i was like damn they could have like they're like there is an, an area where we could have been sat or seated but the little, t- the two tables worked. It worked out fine. But nonetheless, I had a really good time. Then we went to go see my homegirl, Dashay. Um, she's a DJ. And so we went to her thing. And then afterwards, me and um, three other people, we ended up going out to another little club. And then me and my friend Caesar and Grant, we ended up going to TJ. And that's where, you know, everything just goes on and popping. But by this time, bitch, I was drunk boots. So I was trying to slow down. I was trying to drink my, my Pedialytes, my water, you know, just kind of like ease into it. So we get to the club and I order a bottle of tequila. And by this time, I only can take one shot. And I'm like, bitch, I really cannot drink no more. Like, it's really like it's going to be pandemonium. So I take one shot and Caesar and Grant, they kind of, but we're kind of like really at our, we would have probably still partied, but like, we're like, oh, let's go to the strip club. So we're getting ready to pop up and leave. And then the hostess, the, the bottle waitress was like, girl, you, the whole bottle of tequila is still there, bitch. Do you want it? I said, no, it's okay. We're just going to go to the strip club and, you know, be creeps. She said, no, 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 no. You bought this bottle of tequila. You're going to take it. You, I was like, you know what? Fine. But by this time, I'm like drunk, so I'm not trying to argue with nobody. So I'm, I'm walking through, you know, so I get to the, the the strip club. And clearly, you can't take the bottle in. <laughs> Tell me why. The lady's like, let me check it for you. So the coat check lady checks the bottle of tequila. Ghetto, bitch. Like, it's not a jacket. It's not an umbrella. It's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
a bottle of tequila. And she, but see, that's why I fucking live for Mexicans. And the Mexicans are like, bitch, this is some good tequila. This is an expensive bottle of tequila. You ain't letting this go to waste. Lady's like, uh-uh, you better check this. And here's your claim ticket. <laughs> well, girl, I never got that bottle of tequila because the bitch was with her stripper. I ended up, girl, this is too much. So, but <laughs> I did not leave that place till 9 a.m., bitch, alone. My friend Caesar and Grant, they left a little bit before me. But, bitch, I woke up, literally woke up. And so the thing with the little strip clubs there is the straight ones, they used to always have, like, a, they still do. They have adjacent hotels or hotels that are built on top of the strip club. So basically, like, you know, the patrons with the strip clubbers, I mean, with the strippers, you know, they wanted to just munch or... You know what I'm saying? There's are just, you know, have a nice conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like just sit and sit in a hotel room and just have like a nice little conversation and talk about like zodiac signs and stuff like that. You could do that. So now the gay strip club, they the last couple of years, they kind of not shut it down, but like they they built their side of their version of a hotel or whatever. Bitch, let me tell you something. I woke up. In that little hotel room, I was like, damn, my stripper was like, um, it's 9 a.m. I said, oh, let me, let me, um, I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to leave. I got to go to the border, bitch. I have to go home. Like, I can't be here no more, bitch. 9 a.m. That's the latest I've ever stayed out. So needless to say, I'm very happy that my birthday is over. I'm glad that Thanksgiving's over. Christmas the holidays. I'm glad that my godson's birthday and his birth um, christening is over. I'm glad that Serena's birthday is over. I'm glad that my birthday is over. I'm just, I'm glad New Year's is over. I'm just glad it's all over. And I can just get back to just, I mean, I don't know what I was at, but girl, I can't, I can't party no more. I can't do no more. I'm over it. You know, remember when I was like, bitch, I can't do no more. And, and I got burnt out during the summertime. Now I'm burnt out for the holidays. I'm done. Don't call me. Don't ask me to do shit. I am done. Dunzo, put a fucking fork in it. I can't do it anymore. So, allegedly, allegedly, and I don't know if this is, we, there's any confirmation. Allegedly, I think my friend's having a housewarming party. This weekend. So I'm just like, Jesus, please, please. I just give me the strength, Lord. Give me the strength to say no. And you know what's crazy? I wasn't even going to do anything for um for New Year's. Oh, that's I don't even think we spoke since New Year's. Bitch, I don't girl, that might that's another story too, but I'm not getting into it. But like I was, I literally made my little black eyed peas, my hot water cornbread, and I was literally, it was like 8.30. I was like, bitch, I'm about to go in this bed, curl up with the, with the cats, watch TV, and did it. And then sure enough, my friend, he like, bitch, come on out and twirl. We're going to celebrate New Year's. I said, bitch, come on, let's do it. Home at 8 a.m. Like, girl, like, I can't do it no more. 
I can't do I saw this TikTok and this girl was like, girl, the gays, the gays know how to party. The girls, the gays just, they don't ever stop. And it's so true. We just, just, I don't know what it is. We just keep it, keep it going. Like, we don't know what it's like to have a sensible night out. Like, girl, let's go out, girl. Let's go, you know, go to the club. Like, not even go to the club. Like, it doesn't even start like that, bitch. It's like, let's go to dinner. You know what I'm saying? I'm a dinner girl. But then it's like, oh, let's go for cocktails. Or, or, you know, let's, and then we end up at someone's house or like, whatever, whatever, whatever. But it's like, it's, you know how the girls be like, oh, let's go to dinner. And, you know, they go to dinner and they come home at like midnight or maybe like 1130 Bitch, how am I going to dinner coming home at 8 a.m.? <sighs> Jesus. So, I, it's a, I'm just so happy that my birthday is over. So happy. I was actually a little nervous the day of my birthday because I was like, damn, it's going to be a long night. I just knew. And I remember waking up at 8 a.m., are like 7.30, and I was like, bitch, go back to sleep and wake up at noon, <clears throat> you know? Because I was like, bitch, it's going to be a long night. But I did really well. I like that. I drank lots of water. I drank um, throughout the day tons of water. I drank my my Pedialytes, my little packets. Um, I had like one of those like recovery, like the little hangover patches you can put on your arm. That distributes like this B vitamin or whatever. I I did that, so I was I was good. So it wasn't that bad. But girl, I was nervous. But needless to say, I'm so excited to not be drinking no more. I'm so like, oh, I say all that, but I'm drinking a presidente. <laughs> Shout out to Dominican beer. It's literally my favorite beer. And I'm a bitch that don't really fuck with beer. Um, but. On Sunday, I'm going to Turkey to get my hair done. You got to go get my bundles. I'm going to get my little bundles. I'm so excited. Bitch, when I tell you, I'm just really envisioning my Teresa Judice hairline. I'm... What is that buzzing noise? Um, But yeah, I'm so excited to go to Turkey. And... So this is TMI, okay? So if you if y'all don't want to hear the TMI, if y'all don't want to hear this, turn it off. And if you're my family or like anybody who be listening to my I've told y'all y'all ain't got no business listening to this goddamn podcast. Turn it off. But anyways, so between you and I, so when they do the when they when you do a hair transplant, you literally look crazy. For like mm, like you look really like horrific, like jump scare. For like maybe a solid three to four weeks. Then it starts to get a little bit better, but you're still kind of ugly for a solid two two months. You don't really start to have your hair back where you can like look decent till like month three and a half, month four. I've already done, gone through this process before. I already know what to what I'm what I'm getting ready to get myself into. So I'm preparing myself, you know, mentally to be ugly, but also um, I'm not going to be able to have sex until like, until like maybe the day before my surgery, you know what I'm saying? Cause I'm not going to be looking like fucking Freddy Krueger with broccoli hair, broccoli little, um, bundle sprouts looking like alf, like, you know, those little alfalfa, what's not alfalfa, what's that spirulia or no, no sprouts, the little sprouts that they use, they sometimes put in salads and sandwiches. 
Bitch, that's what I'm going to be looking like. Looking like crazy. Looking like Homer Simpson. No. I'm not doing that. I'm not I'm not trying to... No. I'm not going to be talking to nobody and they'd be like, bitch, what the fuck is... What's going on with your hair? No. Boner killer. So, um, I have now until literally the 17th. So, I have five days to just call all my hoes and be like, hi, ho. You have until... I leave Sunday to for us to do what we need to do, bitch. So so I need to like start tying up loose ends. You know, one of my other hoes is already on Zach. Like, it's like really whatever. But it's like I'm trying to really call on my hoes and be like, come on. One of my hoes in San Diego was like, missed it. He was like, Oh, when are you coming back? I said, bitch, when I'm back, I'm gonna be looking crazy. This is the last day. He said, but you don't get your surgery. I said, I'm like, listen, I, I'm I'm leaving today, which was um, this today. I was like, so it's a wrap, bro. Like, it's a rizap. Like, well, when do you when you get back? It's not about when I get back. It's when do, these, when do these bundles start to sprout? And the swelling goes down and the blood is washed away. Okay. That's when you will see me again. So I'm 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 telling my hoes like listen, it's listen. Don't be bothering me later on talking about some you know, just talking all sweet to me. You know what I'm saying? It's talking about you need some dick, bitch. No, bitch. You it, this is the window of opportunity. Because the dick is going to be closed and locked away and thrown off, thrown aboard come um, January 17th. So, I also went to Turkey a couple days. I'm going like a day and a half before. So, I can, I guess, see what Turkey's about. It's really no shade. But it doesn't really look like much is... I'm sure there's something. There's I'm gonna, I'll, I'll figure. I'll I'll go on my little website that I use to look for things to do in Turkey. But the men in Turkey is fine, bitch. Them Turkey men. I don't know what are they called. Turkish, Turkey men, Turkey men. The Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, the Turkey man is. They is fine. There's this dude that I be seeing here. I don't know where, where the fuck is he? I think he... No, I think he's back now. I need to hit him up. Um, So, there's this dude I, you know, mess around with here. And after, like, session number four, you know, after, like, the fourth session, we were, like, you know, hell, like, gays do. Like, we... It's, like... We will literally ask what your name is, like, after we've literally had sex with you, like, four or five times. But, I mean, I knew his name. But the thing was, um, he was like, we were like, where are you from? Or, like, you know, like, whatever. I was like, I could never figure out what he is. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, like, that good with stuff like that. And he was like, oh, I'm from Turkey. I was like, oh, wow, that's crazy. But them, the turkey man be fine, bitch. Them turkey man, that turkey dick, too. Bitch, turkey dick is good, bitch. Oh, my God. Wait, listen. For all the girls out there that are listening, turkey dick. Google's, hold on. I don't even know if you could Google this stuff. Like, okay, hmm. How can you find dicks in turkey? 
Anyways, turkey dick is fine, bitch. They 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 fine, but the dicks be strong, bitch. Now I'm a canarsaware, canar a can a canarsaware, canar Hold on, let me look up this word. I'm a connoisseur, bitch. I'm a connoisseur of penis. So I know I've seen every penis in the world. No, I really have. No, honestly, truly, I really have. I've seen every fucking penis in the world. I've seen um, Eastern European penis, Northern European penis, the worst. Um, I've seen, you know... Um, West African penis, East African penis, South African penis, the worst. Not that bad, actually. Um, Brazilian penis, Mexican penis. You know, I've seen Asian penis. I've seen Indian penis, um, Middle Eastern penis, Russian penis. Not bad. Rush, the Russian penis ain't that bad, bitch. It's not bad. It's, it's I, you know, I just feel like the worst, honestly, is the Northern penis the northern european penis yeah the ireland like what are they the welsh stuff that stuff up there not great not great not great um but girl that that turkey dick bitch girl if listen if y'all listening get you some dirt <clears throat> get you some turkey dick this year bitch if you talking to a man and he's over here with a thick accent and you're struggling to like really get to know him or whatever, and you're about to tur- like turn away and be like, bitch, I'm over this dry ass conversation. No. And he's from Turkey. Jump on that turkey day. I promise you. <clears throat> have I ever led you guys wrong? Have, no, honestly. God damn it. Have I ever led anybody fucking wrong? Never. A goddamn day in my life. I've never veered people off course. Everything I've really, honestly, 98% of what I say is to be is true and to be shared. <clears throat> Not one person have I led wrong. Trust me on that. Play with some turkey dick. That turkey dick is going to be right. So nonetheless. So my surgery was like on the, the 18th. And they're like, oh, as long as you fly in. Um, you check into your hotel or whatever on the 17th, you'll be good, you know, well, but whatever, whatever. I said, girl, so I, I booked the flight and then I was like, hold on, bitch, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to the land of turkey dick. You're playing games. Let me arrive a little bit earlier. Let me arrive a little earlier. And bitch, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying, I have to figure this out. There has to be, cause I'm trying to think, what did I do? What did I do with my last hair transplant? I can't fucking remember. But once, once like day three, when, when it's not as bloody anymore, the first day it's bloody boots. Bloody boots, bitch. It's crazy bloody boots. And then, and then they, you know, you go back on after your surgery the next day and they wash everything out to get rid of like all the coagulated blood it's disgusting bitch it's really nasty but you're still kind of bleeding a little bit you're still kind of wild like it's still like you know um scab and then you scab from like the blood and so it's you look a little crazy but once it's not wet bitch i'm about to get me a little not a do-rag but uh, no because that's too tight you can't that's too tight actually a do-rag might work, bitch. Because you're supposed to hold in the, um, you're supposed to wear a band, like a tight, not too tight, band around your, your head to kind of keep the blood flow up from dropping. 
a do-rag might work. But either way, I might have to Erica Badu it, bitch, when I'm with Trey. Because I know, I know deep down in the, the depths of my soul, the fine turkey man, that when I get to turkey, I'm going to get there a day and a half early. And I'm going to be trying to get me some little pieces of turkey dick. You know what I'm saying? But I know how things are. You know, things don't always go as planned. It's going to be until the last day when I'm getting ready to go leave Miss Turkey. That's when Turkey Dick going to be like, what you, what's up? What you doing? Let me, let me, let me, let me pull out. And I'm going to be like, nigga, with my Erica Badu? With, well, then you're going to have to see me with my Erica Badu. Because, but you know what's funny? A friend of mine did the same thing. He did a um a hair transplant in Turkey. And he was like, oh, um... That happened to me, and the, the um, he said I had some beautiful men. He said, but I just, you know, I was kind of a little embarrassed because I had my hair transplant. He was like, but they all know that's why all them niggas is going to there anyways. But I don't want to do that. So the part of me, <clears throat> shout out to my friend. She knows who, I don't really want to shout her out because I'm not trying to put her business out like that. But I know, like, she know, she listens to the podcast. But I know she doesn't really give a fuck if I put her name out, but it's just not my business to really in share but we both are the type of girls who are like we want to feel beautiful or you know when we're when we're performing the seven wonders you know like we want to feel like it's like all about like the ambiance the candles like you know it don't really got to be champagne but it's just like you know what i'm saying like it's like a whole i want to feel beautiful i don't want to feel like bitch i'm recovering from surgery and my face is swollen and there's blood dripping in the back you know what i'm saying that's never the vibe so, girl, I don't know what I'm going to do, but all I do know is I'm hitting up my hoes. Actually, one, who, who is this? Hold on, let me, some hoes just to hit me up right now. One, two, three, four, four hoes just hit me up. Someone hit me up 35 minutes ago, 33 minutes ago, 32 minutes ago, and 21 minutes ago. Yeah, my hoes know. Like, I told them, I put out an alert. <laughs> I literally put out an alert and be like, bitch, one, I'm leaving New York. And two, bitch, I, this is the last day. The last day for dick. It's really like giving revelations. You know what I'm saying? It's giving revelations. It's giving, like, judgment day. Like, it's the end of the, it's the end. It is the end. But needless to say, I'm so excited for all dick aside. I'm so excited for this hair to be implanted in my fucking scalp. Ooh, I you know what? You know what's crazy is I kick myself in the ass every day. Cause when I first did my hair transplant, I was like, cause so when I was growing up, I only my hairline itself was a little weird. It went up on my right side of my head. So it looked like I was balding. But since day since i've been a kid <clears throat> that's just how my hair line goes um so i was like no i'm just gonna like plant some hair right there and you know kind of like even out and like flush out my hairline the lady was like you don't want you could just do more and you can just kind of lower your hairline i was like girl i don't know i don't know i don't know but it was also really expensive so i was like no i don't, I don't want to do it now i'm just like bitch i should have just fucking did it because now here i am lowering my hairline crazy and that, hold on, but that's the thing. I just need the girls to know. 
I need the girls to know I'm not balding, bitch. The doll still has fucking bundles, okay? The doll has bundles. Y'all seen the bundles. Y'all seen the bundles. So I have my bundles. It's just I have a big forehead. <laughs> I just have a big forehead, bitch. And what about it? But come this time next week, I'm not going to have a, a big forehead. Uh, I'm so excited. Okay, well, I got to get on with the show. Ooh, this one little critter just texted me right now. Oh, that's my nigga Fred. All right, moving right on. Let me, I'll tell you about Fred in the next segment. Moving right along. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Um, some of you guys know um, about Fred. Some of y'all don't, but just a real quick story. So I was in Boston with my friend or whatever, and I go on like my, you know, the little grinder app or whatever, like a little hookup app and whatnot. And this guy was pressing me like a button down on a Friday night. Like, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? And I was like, girl, boo, 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 boo. But I wasn't even saying anything. I just, you know, ignored it. And not in like a mean way, just... I don't have the time to just reply to every single message in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just can't do it. Especially if I'm not interested. So he was like, one day he was like, um, if I pay you, will you reply back? And so I didn't even... I just dusted it. I said... I didn't even ask him for how much. I was like, here's my Venmo. Leave me alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm quick. Just here. Send me a Venmo and we'll see. So he sent me $500. So then it got my attention. I said, oh, girl, here's my my number. Here's my actual personal number. Let's talk. And so needless to say, Fred is someone who, shout out to Fred. But um, I've never met him a day in my life. I've never, like... I've never sent him nudes. I've never sent him feet pics. Um, literally nothing. You want to know what it is, and this is the, like it's. It was wild when it first happened. Now, I think because I've just known him for how long have I known him since 2018? So it's been a while. Um, but he just likes to talk, and he like I would just be like, "Give me two thousand dollars, and I'll talk to you." But not like over the phone talk. Like he's called me like a couple times, but like not really that many. Um, and he just likes to talk like like text. But here's the kicker. He likes to like he'll get drunk <clears throat> and he likes to talk text about like random shit. Like, oh, I just you know, I I wish, you know, I was handsome so like guys would just, you know, want to have sex with me or whatever. And I would just be like, oh wow, that's crazy. And so he'll be like, oh, I just wish I was like his fantasy is being like gang banged or something like that. So, like, he, he has a couple fantasies. Like, he wants to be gangbanged. He wants to, like, you know, be in the park and then get gangbanged in the park. Or then, like, he wants, like, homeless people to have sex with him or some shit. Like, it's weird shit, but it's not, it's nothing I can't handle. 
it's nothing I can't handle for $2,000. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I could definitely text you for two, two. But see, here's the thing, though, guys. He, You need to, like, when it, when it first started, like, I would have to text him for, like, three hours. Like, it would be, like, three hours of texting. I'm like, girl. Like, he didn't set, like, a limit. Like, I'll give you $2,000 if you text me for three three hours. No, it was just, it would take, he would just be up drunk. And then it would take him a while to, like, I guess, pass out or stop texting. But, um. So yeah, but it's not it's nothing I can't handle, bitch. I could literally just text you here and there and be like, Oh yes, like that's crazy. Like I bet, you know, there's a lot of people in your city. So he he doesn't live any he lives in Boston, but he doesn't live anywhere near me. Needless to say, so I've just been um he used to for like the first two years he did, you know, he would always give me tons and tons of money. But now I just don't have the time or the patience to like sit and text him anymore. But, like, sometimes I will. Like, if I'm bored, but now it's no longer three hours. Like, now it's, like, 45 minutes worth of texting. I'm like, girl, I can do this. And so he'll send me, like, little $2,000 here and there. And, bitch, I'm not good. I'm not too good for a little $2,000, bitch. That's till two, <clears throat> that's till $2,000. And I just keep that money sitting in my Venmo. You know what I'm saying? So that's when I have my my Uber Eats and stuff connected to my Vimbo and my Grubhub and all my my food deliveries connected to my Vimbo. And so and anytime he like sends me money like two thousand dollars, whatever, like oh that's my food money. He be giving me lunch money. Shout out to to Fred for giving me my lunch money. <clears throat> but um, what are you talking about right now? Oh, Jesus. He's like, um, <clears throat> he wants to hire a bunch of escorts. Oh, my God. This is really graphic. I won't read this out loud. He wants to hire basically a bunch of escorts in February to do a gangbang on him. <clears throat> Fabulous. <clears throat> but see, what I normally do is I'd be like, oh, my God, you should order. Like, me, you should order. You should hire, like, five escorts or whatever and have them video you and like send me the videos, but he never does. That's the thing. And that one point in all of our talking, there was one moment where I was like, Solomon, don't feed into his fantasies too much. Cause what if he like does something and like one of these escorts kills him or robs him, you know, I'm like, bitch, is it my, it was, it, will it be my fault with the police? Like look at his phone and be like, yeah, Hire five escorts and just let them run a gangbang on you. But, like, he never does. That's the thing. So, I'm like, bitch, I just hope he don't, he don't actually get the fucking balls to, like, do it. And, like, they fucking rob him or something. You know what's crazy, though? Now this is really sick of me that I'm saying this. But, like, I mean, I like, I don't. Like, if something did happen to him, I would actually generally feel bad. Like, it wouldn't be my fault. But, like, I would feel bad. Like, somebody. Like, if he said, like, oh, you know, I got punched in the face by one of these escorts, I would have been, I would feel bad. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I've never met you a day in my life. You know, I know what he looks like. <clears throat> but like, I've never met him a day in my life. I don't know. I've never broke bread with him. But it's like, after texting somebody for like five years, you'd be like, damn, that sucks, you know? But still run that money. You know what I'm saying? But still run that money. Still run me my money. I remember one night, he gave me like $12,000. And... It was wild because what did I do? Oh, that's what it was. I had to start. This is this is that we kept maxing out on limits. So I didn't know there was limit like daily limits on Venmo and Cash App. So we were hitting all the all the limits. So then I had to like create new accounts. And then like every like this was when I was like 
send me another 2,000. Send me another 2,000. And I thought, like, eventually he was going to say no, but he never did. You know? I think also there's this thing called, like, what are they called? Fin doms and fin slaves, like financial doms and financial slaves. So, like, he would consider be considered, like, a financial slave, and I'd be, like, his dom, like, his financial dom. I don't know too much about it, but I've heard, like, on the internet, people be like, oh, yeah, I have, like, a little fin slave. And then I'd be looking at how much money they'd be, and they'd be like, yeah, he gave me $100 right now. I'm like, you bum bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're a bum bitch, and, like... I'm not saying, like, you know, like, showing your titties or, like, sending, like, but it's, they're so, there is, I feel like it's a psychological thing, but I don't know. But I'm like, damn, bitch, you sent feet pics for $100, bitch. That's not a fendom. That's just a nigga on the other line. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> It's no shade, but it's like the girls be like, oh, I got me a little sugar daddy. I got me a little something, something. I got... No, you don't got none of those things. You just got a nigga that's trying to text you, bitch. That's trying to pipe. It's really, actually, wholeheartedly, it's really not no shade. I'm not trying to, like, be rude. But you don't got no sh- sugar daddy. You don't got no fin, fin slave. You're not a, fi- a, a financial dom. Like, those things are not you, bitch. You just literally got a nigga on the other line that's trying to pipe. I have a nigga on my line who does not want to pipe, who just literally wants to just, he gets drunk and be wanting to give me his money. My friend, um, he it, he didn't introduce me to that because I was like, bitch, I don't want no, no parts of that shit. But he used to know this guy. and But see, my friend was also an escort, so it kind of like was a little different. But <clears throat> he would want to be dominated financially. And so he would have my friend log into his, like, while he was at the house, he would have my friend log into his bank accounts and, and like, transfer money. I was like, bitch, this is crazy. But he was, like, giving, like, $7,000 or whatever. I was like, bitch, you, 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 you still ain't got no Fred, bitch, because Fred be cracking me with 12 Gs, bitch, here and there. He'll throw me a little 2 Gs once a week, you know, bitch, you, yeah. Shout out to Fred. But, but yeah, I remember when my friend told me that I was like, damn, he's, he really did that. And uh, cause at that time I was like, this is insane. Like, what does he get out of this? But, but you know what? It's really, okay. I shouldn't say this, but, but no, I say it because it's also, I feel like these things need to be said. So you, the girls know the dangers that are out there. So my friend Part of that, like, negotiation with him getting, like, transferring money through the bank account was he had to smoke meth. Now, I know you're laughing. I know I can hear you. I can hear you. I can hear you laughing. Or I know you're gasping. I know you're doing some sort of very um, exaggerated reaction right now. I could see it. I just, I know you're listening to this. Wherever you guys are listening to this, I know. But literally part of the, 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 the way it would work is he would be like, oh, I have to smoke meth. And so, I mean, me, you know me, I'm I'm like one of the friends that's like, bitch, what? So I remember when he told me that, we were in New Orleans. And I said, bitch, I'm sorry, what? And he was like, I have to smoke meth. And I was like, um, were there other options? Like, 
I feel like meth is a very long lasting drug. I feel like it's, you're going to be up for 36. I like, what the fuck? And he was like, yeah, I just was like, I did it. So long story short, he just, that was what it was. And then he was like, one day he smoked too much meth and his tooth, he felt his tooth come out. And I was like, bitch, I know I'm supposed to be a supportive friend, but I kind of need me a little 7,000. I remember, I mean, this is back in the day where I was like, bitch, I kind of need me a little 7,000. I was thinking, bitch, between you and I, I was like, bitch, what do, what do I really got to do, friend? T- don't, like, tell me what do I really, like, don't leave no, no shit out, bitch. Because I don't want to walk up in this motherfucker and some shit happen. Let me know, please, friend, what all do I have to do? So you're telling me $7,000, I just got to smoke some meth. I said, do I just, I could do a little. Little quick little like fake inhale, bitch. Or do you do do he watch you really pull that bitch in? He said, No, like, you know, we just sit around. I'm like, oh, I think I can like fake it out, you know what I'm saying? But even if I didn't have to fake it out, I was like, I wouldn't mind smoking a little meth for seven thousand. Bitch, listen, seven thousand dollars to smoke meth is I mean, it's not where I'm at right now. I definitely would never do that. I'm very like don't want drugs but i was like at that point i was like seven g's bitch i guess i'm just gonna be up for 36 hours but needless to say that ain't me and fred like me and fred and i know some people are like probably wondering like bitch there's no way this nigga's giving you money like i promise you i've never met this man a day in my life never um and you know what's crazy? He's always like, oh, I'm going to come to New York. I'm going to come to New York. Um, and then, and so what he'll do is he'll like, he'll say like these things like, oh, I'm trying to do a gangbang in New York. Will you help me? I'm like, yeah, girl, I'll help you, girl. He's like, all right, so I'm going to get a, a hotel and these are the dates. So he'll he'll make the reservation and he'll like screen cap it and send it to me. But then he never, he, he you know, the day of, I don't, I'll be forgetting whatever, but he just, cancels the reservation he never does he never he literally never does anything so yeah and so anyways so like every time he's like this time i'm really gonna do it i'm really gonna do it i'm like girl boo girl boo but i do remember one time um okay this is like really a wild and crazy this is a very (laughs) this is a wild podcast episode um so i remember one time i was in mexico city and it was like the years 2019 or maybe it was 2018 whatever i'm in mexico city and i kind of need i don't want to say i kind of need the money but like i wanted the money if that makes sense like i was like i can handle everything that i'm doing right now but if i could cipher out at least eight thousand from this man tonight i'm gonna do it and it was sucked because I had a music video shoot the next day. And I was like, damn, I need to get my sleep because you want to get as much sleep as possible because you can ha- your bags will look crazy on camera. Bitch, I was up till 3 a.m. talking to this man. And I'm like, if it's 3 a.m. in Mexico City, what time is it in fucking Boston? Bitch, go to sleep. So he was like, can you please um, help me find like an escort? I said, girl, go on a website. Like, that's where the nigga's at. You know, it's, they, it ain't hard to find a bitch. Just text him, you know. But part, that's just part of his thing. Like, he just wants to, like, talk to someone. Or, like, kind of talk himself through. I don't know why, but he just needs to talk. So, 
he hit me. He's like, all right, can you find me some? I said, girl, fine. So I went on this little escort website. And so I found... I found a couple, but I was like, ain't nobody going to be answering at this time of uh, time of day or whatever. Bitch, I found two. And they were like, bitch, I'll do it. So I didn't know this, but they were like, if I'm going to go to this man's house, I need him to Uber me there. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. I'd like, So now I'm over here. You know, but think about it. Like, I'm. It's three a.m. It's I'm. It's dark in my hotel room because I'm trying to go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? I have a music video shoot the next day. I'm Fred's on one end of the, the phone. I'm talking to all these um, escorts, which are all these unknown save numbers. So I don't know who's who, bitch. And the ones that are like replying, they're like asking me a million one questions. I'm going back and forth with, with Fred. And then they asking for the Uber. So I'm telling, I'm giving the, the address to Fred. Fred ordering the Uber. I'm getting the screen cap, sending it to the 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 the, the, um, the escorts. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like fucking pandemonium. And I'm just like, bitch, you are making me work for this money, bitch. I feel like I am um, a madam. I feel like I'm I'm working a fucking agency, a call girl agency. I mean, I really am if you think about it. Them niggas was getting paid three fifty an hour. Bitch, I was getting paid my little AGs, so. <laughs> One thing about me, bitch, let me tell you. My philosophy in, in life is I never like a pimp and hole situation. I never, meaning you're never going to get a moment to pimp me, bitch. You'll never. If anything, I'll pimp myself or I'll pimp you, but you're never going to be able to pimp me, bitch. It's never going to be a pimp and hole situation with me, Solomon. Not Solomon. Never. And that's just in anything. Anything in life. Like, I don't, you're never going to, like, it's never going to be a pimp and hole situation. So anyways, so that's not even the funny part of the story. So I hit this really fine man. Because, you know, I'm just, like, going through, like, all the escorts. I'm like, damn, these niggas is fine. These niggas is fine. I was like, ooh, I like this one. I like, like, I'm kind of, like, handpicking the ones I like. I was like, ooh, I like this one. It's, like, nice little mix here. Ooh, this is my type here. So I picked this one dude or whatever and, you know, sent him off to go with Fred. And... <clears throat> So, anyway, so he fucks him, Fred, down to the ground, apparently. And um, Fred, like, the minute he leaves, Fred's like, oh, my God, that was amazing. Oh, my God, that was so great. Like, he was, I don't know, Fred never had no dick for a long time. I don't know what was going on. But this guy was fine, boots. So, anyway, so, boom. Fast forwarder to, like, three years later. No, like, two years. No, three years later. So, I'm talking to this guy or whatever, and totally, like, it didn't even, re- he's fine boots. And so, you know, I, I he, so, I, we're talking on Grindr, on, like, a little hookup site, website, app. So, I was like, all right, cool, let's, you know, let's meet up, like, later on, I'll be free or whatever, woo 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 He was visiting. So, he sends me his number, and then, so, I text his number, Boom, uh, the previous message pop up. I said, now I don't remember talking to you. So I'm I'm going through like the things. Like I'm like, bitch, this is when I, you know, um sent you to go fuck Fred. So I'm scared. I didn't want I was like, I don't want to text him because I don't want him to like if I don't know if he would see the previous, you know, text message and be like, bitch, were you a client? You know what I'm saying? I didn't want it to get like so I was like, no, 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 no. So, I was, like, a little weirded out about it. But it's, like, I was, like, mm, let me, I was, like, so I sent him, I was, like, oh, this is Solomon's. And so, 
anyway, so when I met him, like, and he came over and met him in person, um, I was like, oh, I, I feel like I, I probably, I tried to, like, play it. I was like, oh, I feel like maybe I saved your number. But he didn't have, he got a new phone, so he didn't have all those previous messages. So I was like, oh, thank God. So he never knows about Fred. But you know what I'm saying? Because I was the one messaging him through my phone. Fred was never messaging the um, the escort guy. It was me. So when um, he gave me his number on Grinder and it popped up, I was like, bitch. Because I didn't know what he would think. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know if he would even remember or what, but I was like, damn. And a part of me would be like, bitch, I was the one who made you, I got you some of that money. You know what I'm saying? Like, shout out to me. <laughs> and shout out to you for being awake at that hour. <laughs> oh, bitch, I was going to talk about all sorts of shit on this podcast. Um, what was I, what was I going to talk about? I was going to talk about um, Celine Dion, Coach, Equinox. Girl, I don't really care no more. <laughs> I really don't. I feel like this was this was a, that was a good old little story time, bitch. I was just really going to pop, bitch. I want some food. I, on the plane, we had this little poke bowl, bitch. I said I don't want no damn poke. So there was there was um three options. Wild. I mean, when I tell you, so the FAA um today kind of delayed a bunch of flights because. The um the system where they communicate with the air controller or whatever was down. So long story short, this is probably why. But when we got on the plane, said, but the food was, I mean, it was very sporadic. The menu was very sporadic. So the vegetarian dish was, um, it was a um, baked or grilled or braised sweet potato. I didn't even look at that because I'm like, girl, I'm never going to eat that shit. And then the other one was a chicken kimchi teriyaki poke bowl. And then the other option was a cheeseburger. So I don't know. I just didn't. I just, my mind was like, oh, I, I'd rather have the poke bowl. Bitch, I should have got that motherfucking cheeseburger like everybody else on that plane. That cheeseburger, they was, it would look good, bitch. It looked good, bitch. It looked good. Uh, it looked like a big old hefty patty bitch not no little you know little four ounce that bitch look like maybe eight ounces of motherfucking angus beef bitch oh that motherfucker look good and right too mm. with a little aioli sauce too bitch i know i play myself in that she's put that fucking poke bowl down i said bitch i ain't gonna be able to eat this so needless to say i'm still hungry because i didn't really eat that shit i was like bitch a fucking poke bowl no chicken, just a bunch of rice. Ugh, heinous. Um, what am I gonna talk about? I'm not gonna talk about none of those things. I'm gonna talk about like just fake outrage, weird shit. Like you know how I was telling you guys a few weeks ago how like I feel like things people are doing. I'll say this real quick and I'll I'll wrap it up. I feel like people are doing those like fake outrage moments to kind of boost their online presence or whatever it is that they're selling. So Equinox made like a little, it was weird, actually. I will say this. It was weird. So Equinox is a gym, a luxury gym that's basically, they're everywhere now, but they're predominantly everywhere, really, in New York City. So they said, um, basically, they made a post like, January 1st, you're not allowed to sign up and become a member. Um, basically saying like, bitch, 
going to the gym shouldn't be a, a thing you should do in January. It should be something, it should be a lifestyle. It should be like, you know, like you should care about these things, not just after New Year's. But that was, it was like they will, they were not want, they were, you could not sign up January 1st. But they're like, but you can come tomorrow and sign up, which was stupid because it's like, girl, what? You know what I'm saying? But it worked because it got everybody online upset because everyone's like, you know, just, you know, the girls. I don't even really got to explain it. You already know why they was getting upset. But it was like, I didn't really care. I thought it was, first off, I thought the marketing message was stupid because it's like, girl, this is dumb. Like, it's literally dumb. You know, like, imagine, like, you think you think if somebody walked in January 1st to Equinox, they were like, excuse me, come back tomorrow. No, them niggas were going to take you in the back and have you sign up for this $300 a month um, gym membership. You think they're going to turn down that with a, with a 12-month commitment? Because you have to be a member for a minimum of 12 months. So I don't even know what 12, 12 times three, 300 is. But whatever that is, you think they're going to turn that down? Girl, get out of here. It was just like a ploy to get people talking and upset about bullshit that don't even really pertain to them. You know what I'm saying? It's really no shade to the girls, but it's like, you're, this, this is, you're not even upset about it. You don't even go here. You don't even, it's just not like, shut up. You know what I'm saying? You probably live in a city that doesn't even have Equinox. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're probably not, never going to spend $300 a month on a gym membership. You know, like, Relax. Just relax. But y'all fell into their, their little game. You got upset. And guess what? They went viral. And now there's more. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, that's what I'm thinking. Like, there's these things that are, that are purposely being planted by companies to get people online to have, like, this fake outrage. I'm, I'm like, really convinced. I'm really convinced. Like, I told you about that um, Little Mermaid thing. I was like, I think Disney's playing into it. They're leaning into this controversy. You know? They're leaning into it. There's a lot of things where the girls are getting up. Like, there is... Um, now, I don't know this part to be true, but there is, like, this rosemary um, hair oil. And... I I mean... Listen, I don't really want to get into it because I really don't care that much. But... On one end, I'm just like, this is crazy. But then a part of me is like, I, I, I don't imagine the owner or the people who ever owned this company would do this themselves. But I'm like, it's only driving the sales. You know, like it's, it's only making, making it the number one product on Amazon. It's only taking it off the shelves at Walmart and Target. You know, like. It's on that's this outrage and going viral. It's only doing that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm like, bitch, what can I do? <laughs> what can I, what can, I need to find me a little fake outrage. Actually, I don't want that. I don't really, I would never want that. But I have, I've, I've seen like companies lean into it or not really say much, but I will say the lady with the, um, the hair oil, she did speak up and vaguely said, like, you know, we're not going to change the um, our formula and boo-doo-doo-doo. And I was like, all right, cool, great. But, yeah, it's just like, girl, if you can't look at something and be like, hey, we're not taking, you know, no, no new signups on January 1st. And you spiral that into something. It's like, girl, relax. You know, like, 
you weren't going to sign up to go to the gym anyways. It's actually January 3rd, so, like, you're, like, two days late anyways, so go relax. Speaking of Equinox, they emailed me today, said, um, my membership will be fully canceled at the end of the month because I told them I was moving. Bitch, it is, like, it is, like, crazy trying to get out of that, that commitment. First off, you got to prove that you're moving to a place that doesn't have an Equinox within a 25-mile radius. And then you have to, like, I mean, I had to send out, like, four different documents to prove that I'm not living in fucking New York City. I said, but so, but I said, listen, girl, you got one more time to email me asking for one more piece of paperwork, and I'm just going to let Amex handle it. I'm going to let God handle it, okay? You you got one more email to come up in this motherfucking email inbox asking me to send a PDF of anything, bitch. And I'm literally going to be like, you know what? Let me just keep bailing me. I'll just have Amex do it, bitch. Because you want to know what's going to happen? Keep bailing me. And I'm going to actually keep using the facility and I'm going to get back all those retro pays. Because I'm going to say, well, I've been needing to cancel it since December. Play with me if you want to, bitch. I'll let Amex handle it. And, and baby, they will. And, and and baby and baby and baby and baby they will. And let let it be known. Amex will handle it. And do. And 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 don't need too much for you to um to explain. They'd be like, you could be like, bitch, yeah, um, take this off. They'd be like, all right, girl. It's off right now. They they take it off right then and there. I mean, yeah, they kind of do like a little flimsy investigation and shit. <laughs> I only did that once because it was really actually a fraudulent charge. But from what I've heard from the girls, the girls be like, bitch, mm-mm. take that off. And they be like, all right. Yep. So, yeah, girl. Because if Equinox is going to keep charging me, bitch, I was going to be like, girl, take that shit off. But I, I will miss going to Equinox because that is my favorite gym. The ones in San Diego, they're like normal California gyms. They're a little raggedy, but... You know, it is what it is. It's forty dollars a month, so it's like, girl, like I rather spend forty dollars than three hundred. Actually, no, I really do like my gym membership at Equinox. I do, but they were they were going to build one in San Diego, but then COVID happened. Yeah, they were going to build one in UTC in La Jolla, but they canceled plans. But, bitch, I'm buying a house. I ain't got no business spending bullshit like money like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's one thing about me right now. I'm so now super zoned in on, like, my finances and my credit where I'm just like, nope. Cut off all the loose ends. Buckle up, kid, and let's get this motherfucking house. And um, on that note, moving right along. A smooth operator, I'm a smooth operator. A smooth operator, a smooth operator. Now on to listener letters. If you want to write into the show, send it into ask at the Solomon Ray Podcast.com. This week we have an email that's the, the title of the email is Frequent Diarrhea, Hood Booger Activities, Please Help. Well, I'm nervous. Um, first off, hey girl, if you read this, please don't say my title or name on the podcast. Just call me Becky or some shit. All right, Becky. Anyways, I love your whole brand and I'm always jumping on your IG lives, but bitch, maybe I need advice. Point blank period. I straight up cheated on my nigga with this dude I used to fuck back in the day. 
I've been with my boyfriend over a year and for for a year and for social damn near political reasons, his daddy to plug, if that makes sense. I've been with my boyfriend over a year and for social and damn near political reasons, his daddy is a plug, if that makes sense. Okay. Anyways, I can't leave him. <laughs> damn. My boyfriend is my best friend. He makes me laugh, but he also sucks. He's a hothead, spends all his money on bullshit, despite bringing in six figures a year, and he's fat and bald. Sex was all right before he got so fat, but uh, I'm not as physically attracted to him these days. And overall, he's just not a grown man or a good partner, if that makes sense. The other dude is someone I never dated, but he loved, 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 loved me down to the ground, but I dropped his ass like a hot potato because he just loved me too much. He straight up told me he loved me, asked me to be his girlfriend, and I said no, then went on to be with some other loser that isn't even the loser I'm with now. It's me. I'm the drama. I'm toxic. I know. Uh, but the man I cheated on, homeboy with, he fine, fine, into tattoos, guitars, motorcycles, kind of built, but not too big, tall, and has literally the most beautiful dick I've ever seen in my life. You know the ones, all big, proportionate, all nice, even color, no barnacles. It's literally perfect. <laughs> Not the no barnacles. On paper, he's a perfect man for me. But at the end of the day, back when I was seeing him, I just didn't really like him like that. But now, maybe I do. Shit, maybe I don't. He got me fully digmatized from the other night, and I can't stop replaying it in my head and how good it was. This nigga fucked me down to the ground, then back to my ancestors. <laughs> Seven Wonders. No, we did 77 Wonders. Like, it was a goddamn movie. This shit was so Bombay. Anyways, bitch, what I'ma do? Try to get my dude to dump me, tell him the truth, or get marked. Or just... <laughs> I really hope you're in a safe position, girl. Or just have a full-on affair and get, get, get it how I live. How do I get out of this situation, or do I keep it going? Like, honestly, I never cheated on anyone before, so this guilt is killing me. But on the flip, the dick's so bomb, I don't care. I'm ready to live a double life. I'm like, for real help, what the fuck do I do? Girl, there's so much going on in this story, I can't even think to type. I even thought about trying to send on an anchor voice message. I'm spiraling and need some advice on what moves to make next. Sincerely, Becky with the bad hair. P.S. Why does fully feel like the hood... Dear Abby, <laughs> like, okay, come through Solomon with the advice column. Either way, love you and thanks in advance for the toxic advice from one hood burger to another. Girl, so, okay, it's funny because, <clears throat> first off, are you dating somebody in the cartel? Because if that's the case, I used to date somebody in the cartel. And, wow, I was about to say, thank God he died. Um, But he did die, though. But not thank God, okay. I didn't mean it like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, hold on. Damn, I didn't mean it like that. But you know what I'm saying? I didn't mean it like that. Like, thank God he's, he died because that's really, like, sad or whatever. But it's like, damn, like, if we were still together, like, I don't know if I would be able to get out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel like if we would have, like, created a whole life together or whatever, like, his family or his homies would have, like, jumped me if, like, he, they found out I was cheating, even though I really cheated in front of him in front of a stripper. You know? <sighs> Anyways, rest in peace and shout out to him. Um, speaking of, so I was talking to my friend um, recently, and he basically kind of clocked me, bitch. He was like, 
Um, so what I've learned with myself is not everybody, not everybody. Like if there is maybe for every 10 people I've have sex with, no, for every, no, I think either it's either it's for every 10, there's one or either every five, there's one. I don't know really what it is to be honest. Hmm. I'll say this. For every 10 people I have, I've had sex with or have sex with, one and a half, I'm going to be like madly in love with, which I feel like some of you guys are like, especially girls are going to be like, duh. But in gay world, that's a little different. Okay. No, I take that back. So because I feel like it's, pre- it's pretty common for every one guy to every 10, they'll, so they'll fall in love. Okay, no. So let me change it up. For every five... Yeah, I would say like seven that I have sex with. One, I will like be fully obsessed with. I'll be like, I'll think of like my whole life with them. Like, I'm just like, oh my God. You know what I'm saying? Like obsessed. Like just running you down, bitch. Like trying to like just run you down. That's really, that's, I don't know how else to describe it. I'm I'm really going to run you down, bitch. And I'm like totally obsessed. I'm like, you, you know, I'm going to text you back, you know. And I'm actually, I don't mean this in like a, like a flippant way, but I'm really not great at texting because I feel like I see the text messages and then I forget to reply, you know, like I'll be like, oh, I'll reply in like 20 minutes. I'll reply in 30 minutes. And then I just eventually kind of never do. Serena's the same way. But it's like, I'm like, I'm waiting for you to hit me up. Like, I'm just all about you. Like, I'm obsessed, you know, but I'm only obsessed for like three weeks. Sometimes it can get to that fourth week, but literally three weeks is my max. And I'm like completely over it. Like I never reply back. Like just another. But I'll still be like your best friend. Like not best friend, but I'll still be like friends with you. Like I will still break bread with you. Like if you were like, hey, Solomon, do you want to like hang out and whatever? I'm like, yeah, totally. But then I'll never. But then at that point, I friend zoned you. And I'm like, it's weird. It's this thing. I, I don't know what it is. I got to go to therapy clearly. But it's like I just lose 100% interest in you. It's really bad. I know. It's horrible. There's a couple guys where I've, I've still, like, it hasn't really lost all the interest. There's a good chunk that's gone, but it hasn't really lost it. Like, there's this one dude. I've known him for literally, I'm going to say 11 years now. And, um... Well, yeah, like, we're still cool or whatever. And, but see, like, no, I would never fuck with him because he's, like, you know, not in the closet, but, like, his family don't know he gay, but, like, they know he gay, but he won't, like, admit to it. And, like, he's, like, just stupid shit, bitch, stupid shit. So I'm just, like, grow up, grow up. Um, but, like, that's how I am. So it's, like, you could also be going through that, too. I don't know if you are, but... I would say give it like three weeks. See how you feel in three weeks. But I will also say like if you can get out of a relationship with the with the with your man and go with someone that you know you're vibing with and it's better, I would do it, girl. Life is too motherfucking short to be sitting around not happy. I would dip. I would really dip. But then also it's like I just feel like I don't give the best advice because literally I'm learning more and more. I am very much the problem. I am the problem. And I'm not saying that to like 
gloat and be funny about it, I'm really the problem. I really am. But also, you know what I've learned? I actually don't want a relationship. I don't. I don't know really what it is that I want, but I don't think I want like a committed relationship. I think I just, I don't know what, I think I'm like a a control freak. I, I think I also just want things on my terms. I think I want you when I want you, but when I don't want you, I want you gone type of, type of thing, you know, like, like, you know, like, I just feel like I, I want you, but then if I, when I don't want you, I want you gone. I kind of, it's just, yeah, not for me. So girl, let me reread some of this stuff. Your shit was hysterical. Um, I've been with my boyfriend over a year. Oh, for over a year? Girl, get rid of him. Yeah, it's new. It's fresh. You'll be fine. You'll get over it in like a couple months. He'll get over it in six months, maybe two years. But he'll get over it. Um, damn, he gained that much weight that quick? That's crazy. That's real crazy. Yeah, I would get rid of him. Especially if you're not sexually attracted to him. And like, it's he's immature and he has a hot temper. Like, that is always going to be a big, huge turnoff. So some of the guys I've dated... I've been into and I have noticed like some people have changed like the way they look and I'm not into it but I'm, I don't mean it in like oh bitch you got fat I'm not into it I'm not saying that but like some of them have gotten like better looking and I'm not into it you know what I'm saying or not better looking to them but maybe not better looking to me you know like I have like a certain I do have a type that I really go for and I've seen some of them, like, like there's this one guy I was really into. Um, when was it? When I first moved to New York? And he had a great build, like a nice, like, little build, right? But then he got huge. And I was like, oh, I'm not, I can't get past this. You know what I'm saying? If, if it's like you're in a fucking bandage dress, like, why are your jeans so goddamn tight? They're like fucking leggings. This is crazy, <laughs> you know, like, and, and, you know, congratulations on your fitness or whatever it is that you're doing, but it's just not for me. Like, it's just not what I find attractive. Anytime somebody starts looking like Wreck-It Ralph, I start to, it turns me right out. I'm like, sayonara, bye sucker, I'm out of here. Get me out of here. You know what I'm saying? So I've had that happen. I've had people who have who are hotheads. That is, that's a big turnoff for me. Like on one end, I know I'm a hothead too. But like, there's like, there's like a line. That, you know what I'm saying? There has to be like a a line to where like you know like not everything you gotta pop off on. You know what I'm saying? Not everything gotta be like some shit. Not everything gotta be like bitch. Caught a bat, like, you know, like, get it popping. Not everything got to be like that. Sometimes it's just like, and the older I get, the more I'm just like, it's more sexier when men are like, you know what, I'm going to let that rock. It ain't even, like, when people are just like, I, it's it, to me, it's sexy when a man's like, I'm going to let it rock, but they do it in such a nonchalant way where it's actually shady to the other person. It's like, bro, get the fuck out of here, you little goof, goofy. You know? I love shit like that. So I know what that's like to like fall out of tune with someone. And what I've learned is it's hard to get back into it. You know what I'm saying? Like, what am I going to do? Like, learn to like, like your new body. I know that sounds really shitty. Like, especially like if people who've gained weight. Um, 
or like the, just things that have changed. I'm just like, mm, yeah, it's not for me. And listen, I'm gay. So like the whole sexual compartment um, or, or part of it is really big for us. So it's like, girl, if I'm literally not sexually attracted to you, girl. And it's like, you can definitely, I'm definitely someone who can fall in love with someone the more I get to know you and live with you and you're part of my life. That is true. That is totally true. But that ain't going to happen in a year for me. That ain't. So, like, maybe your, your chubby, bald, hothead, you know, like, let's say you got, you got, y'all were together for, like, six, seven years. You're going to have some sort of, like, bond, like a, a, a very, very unique bond that no one else is going to be able to have and you'll never be able to emulate just because you've been around each other for so long. You know what I'm saying? But it's, if it's been a year, like, girl... Get out before you can. You know what I'm saying? Just get rid of him and go jump on that good old dick, especially if it's pretty, bitch. There ain't nothing nice than a pretty dick to, like, look at, you know? So that's my advice to you, and good luck. And please give us an update. Moving right along. All right, so what do I got beef with this week? There's a couple things I got beef with this week. And the first off is going to be weed. Um, Yeah, I'm kind of really excited to leave New York. Um, I used to joke and say, like, the default scent of New York City is weed. But um, it is. So definitely I just got back from San Diego. Got, got in my fucking Uber. And the minute we got into the city, I just, it just alarmed. I was like, oh, yeah, windows up, by the way, windows are up. I said, oh, yeah, the familiar smell of weed. Love that for me. And for me, it just smells like skunks. It smells like just, I don't, it does not smell good. Like in California, you can go into like a weed shop and there's like this herbal, like, I don't know how to put it, like an herbal... Um, like airy, almost not even want to say medicinal, but like smell that's actually kind of pleasant. Not pleasant that I'm pushing it. I'm dragging a bitch, but it's like a like oh this is cute. like you know it's like a not pleasant's not the word I'm looking for, but like a I don't, a, a, a not jolting and alarming and accosting scent. Whereas here. It be smelling like a whole entire skunk. It smells like a dead animal. It smells so disgusting here. So it's like, I hate that. I was in fucking Bergdorf's a few weeks ago. And I'm like, really? Really? I can smell weed in Bergdorf's? Y'all are dragging it. Y'all are really fucking dragging it. Please. Like, I, I, I cannot. I was literally walking on Fifth Avenue. And like, so I walked... So I was walking, actually, was I walking on Fifth? Yeah, I was, because I was walking to Saks Fifth Avenue. And I ran into two people who blew weed smoke in my face. And it has nothing to do with black people. It has nothing, because somebody says some shit like that on Twitter. They're like, oh, you know, some, some, some anti-black. and just, Oh, shut the fuck up. It has nothing to do with that, bitch, because I was on Fifth fucking Avenue. It don't matter if you're on the Upper East Side, you in Harlem. It don't matter where the fuck you are in New York City. You just smelling fucking weed, bitch. And it does not smell divine. It's not like the California weed. It smells like dead fucking rodent. That shit smelled doo-doo, bitch. And it's like, I'm so, like, 
I did not, sm you don't smell that shit like that in California. Like, I mean, most people are in their cars, you know what I'm saying? In homes. Nobody really walks. But yeah, sure enough. And I texted my friend. I said, guess what? I'm in the cab. And sure enough, the scent of weed is accosting my nostrils. Um, I remember over the summer, I spiraled. Oh, I spiral, baby. I had my windows down in my bedroom and people in the back um, porch of the, the building next to me in their backyard, they were smoking weed, bitch. And my whole room smelled like weed. When I tell you, I lost my shit. Because at first off, I was like, you know what? I'm going to let it go. You know, I'm going to let it go. Let it rock. Went to the gym, came back or whatever. Hours later, still smell. It smelled worse. The whole apartment I said, I never want my home to smell like this. I want my home to smell like expensive candles, like a department store. I never want to walk into my home and it smells like this. I feel gross. I feel like I live in a PJs, bitch. I feel like how I had to get to my home is I had to take an elevator that smelled like piss. You know what I'm saying? It's, it feels like that's what I live in, squalor. And that's not, that does not feel, that does not make me feel glamorous. That doesn't make me feel good. It makes me feel like a bum. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't want that in my home. You want to smoke it in your house, outdoors? You know, well, actually not even outdoors. I just feel like, why are you accosting, like, people? Oh, I hate it. That is, like, my my beef. Ugh. And so, like, my friends all hate it, too. Like, they're like, this is so, like, get this away. It is not for me. It's not for us. But it's that it's it's a it's a New York smell that is very unique to New York. I don't know if, how how else to describe it, but it's not like what I've experienced in California. It's really not like I've been to like festivals and music concerts and stuff like that, and you smell weed here and there, and it's not that. I've been in the clubs, you know, and you be smelling the weed. It's not like that. I wasn't even in I was even in Atlanta, and bitch, bitch. The club we was in, bitch, it was like, damn, this is crazy. This is a little too much. But it don't smell like that. Like, in New York, I don't know what this, what they smoking in New York. It's, it got to be some shit because it is a very unique, disgusting scent here in New York City, and I fucking hate it. Now, on to my next thing that I have beef with is baggage claim. And I'm, gonna, I'm not going to take that long to, to do this, but I just want y'all to know this. When you get your bags, when you go get your bags from bag, baggage claim, don't stand in front of the, the conveyor belt. Please don't. Step back, six feet back, and wait. Because you want to know what's, what's going to happen? This is how it's going to happen. Check this out. When you step back, you can see more. So you'll be able to see when your bag is coming down the line or when it comes down that little chute. You'll see it. And you'll be able to anticipate it. And so then you walk up. When you see your bag coming, you walk up, grab your bag, and dip the fuck out. Y'all crowding the goddamn conveyor belt makes it virtually impossible for us to see where our bag where our, where our bag is coming. And then you got to run up there and basically hit motherfuckers with, they, with your bag because they just sitting there in the way twiddling their motherfucking thumbs. Again, actually, they have another beef. Y'all bitches in Starbucks. This is me and Serena's beef, too. So, when you get your, your juice, 
right, when you order your juice, it doesn't mean it's going to be ready right then. Look at all. There's probably like four other five people waiting by by the little place where they drop off the juice. They wait in there. So don't stand in front of where they drop off the juice and just wait and then hover over. It's not ready yet, babe. It's not ready. It's not going to be ready. There's three other people in front of you. And from what I've learned through up through, through Starbucks, because Serena used to work there, it doesn't matter what type of drink, if it's complicated or not, it's going to come out in the order that they was um, ordered. So it don't matter because I used to be like, I used to be like, damn, Serena, I hate how like all I ordered was like an iced coffee and all these fucking frappuccinos is in front of me taking up the goddamn, like we could fit, f- make this a little bit faster. I'm over here sitting in line for damn near 15 minutes with all these goddamn fucking cookies and cream fucking frappuccinos. And she was like, girl, it don't really matter it's if they pouring it or not with just some iced coffee over ice. It don't matter. You got to still just wait because that's how they do it in the line. So beloved. The girls who like to cram in front of the Starbucks counter and the girls who like to cram in front of the the baggage claim, step the fuck back, babe. Step the fuck back and be courteous of others. Be a little bit courteous of others. You're not the only one, okay? Because one thing I'm trying to do is not be vocal, but sometimes if if I get a little vocal, you're gonna know why. And it's not like I'm going to be insulting. I'm not going to say anything crazy. I'm just going to be a little like, you know, just like a little, excuse me, you know, a little, but you're going to hear it in my tone, like, bitch, move. That's it. That's it. That's that's all. I don't want to, I don't want to do too much else. And that's really it. And moving right along. Mm-hmm. Well, that is the end of the show. I need to see what else is on this Uber Eats. Oh, I got some top ramen in the, the kitchen. Oh, bitch, I think I got me some top ramen. Uh, no, I'm going to me some top ramen. That's going to be banging, bitch. Um, yeah, bitch. I'm going to have me some top ramen. So, Santo Santo. So, this is what, so the girls will be like, what's going on, Santo Santo? Are you going to close it? Why are you getting rid of it? The reason why I'm getting, I'm not getting rid of it. <clears throat> I'm end up going to end up selling the company. But I'm trying to get rid of as much of the merchandise as possible. Um, but the only reason why is... I'm going to focus most of, like, not most, all my energy on building Solray Beauty. Um, the funny thing is, Santo Santo made more money than Solray Beauty. But project, just looking at, you know, projections and stuff like that and how we're, I'm going to scale the company, um, it makes more sense for me to focus and shift gears. To Solray Beauty, the, the jewelry line is fabulous. I love it. It's just so much work. It's so many variables. And I don't want to say that like it's coming from like an annoying place because it's something I really love doing. But it is just literally a lot of work. It's a lot of ordering. It's a lot of like, <clears throat> you know, and then sometimes like if a stone pops out, then we got to like, and if it's not in stock for that particular size and color and width, then we have to like get one made. And then it's like, it's just, it's so much work that I was like, you know what? I rather, I don't want to say I would rather work less, but it's not as much work as Sorry Beauty. Sorry Beauty, I'm just spending most of my time, you know, researching ingredients, putting formulas together, seeing what works, you know, designing packages and making sure everything's in stock. You know what I'm saying? Whereas sorry, I mean, the Santo Santo is more like, what are the new trends? What colors? What widths? What lengths? How many pieces? You know what I'm saying? Like, and then it's like, what if one piece doesn't sell? Then you're stuck with that one one-off brace. It's just, 
it's just more work than what I want to go into 2023 doing. And with the ability to sell the company, I'm like, oh, yeah, let me. Girl, take the company, child. I don't really care. I mean, it's not like I don't really care. That sounds shitty, but <laughs> it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know. So needless to say, everything on the website is 60% off using code 6060. There's already a lot of markdowns. Um, a lot of shit is already marked down. A lot of things actually, honestly, is sold out and out of stock. Um, but there's still some things on the website and you can take an additional 60% off using code 6060 if you go to santoxsanto.com. Um, also just like a quick thing with the Sawray Beauty thing, um, a lot of things will not be re back in stock until March. I'm pushing for the end of February, but girl, we, it's just, it's better if I say March. So if you're running low on your face wash, your face cream, whatever, 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 now is the time to stock up. So go to sawraybeauty.com and do that. Um, aside from that, um, I guess I'll be doing the podcast in Turkey, bitch, bitch, with my with my my bundles, bitch. I'll be having. So I think by the time I do my the next podcast, I'll have I'll, I'll literally be on the mic, freshly out of surgery, with my bundles bleeding. Yes, that's gonna be fabulous. Um, I don't really have a final thought. Um, do I have a final thought? Not really. Um, girls, girl, I'm getting tired. I'm ready to go bed and go lay in this bed and cause I have to start throwing shit away and getting rid of purging. I love to purge. I love to get rid of things. I am not a bitch who can hoard. I'm not a hoarder, bitch. Mm -mm. I am a bitch who can throw shit the fuck away. Like it don't mean nothing. Like, I be throwing niggas away, so, you know. I be throwing them, just, gotta go, gotta go. <laughs> and it's not really, so, hold on. No, this is my final thought. I really, I just want to give, like, a shout-out to my friends because it's, like, they really do hold me down. And it's, like, I'm someone who is, if anybody knows me, I am quick to cut somebody smooth the fuck off and not even think twice, not even look back. I'm very much that girl. So the fact that I have friendships that have lasted decades, 30 plus years, it's, it means it's a solid, you know what I'm saying? It's like we solid people. And I really do fuck with that. You know what I'm saying? But anytime I start sniffing out some weird bullshit, gotta go. Gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. Gotta go, gotta go, gotta go right now. Um, But yeah, that's really it. Oh my God, I'm going to be in bed tonight without my, my kitties. Ryan and Billy. Shout out to Ryan because she's really fucking with my dad. She really like so you know how Ryan is very like skittish. So in the house, it's a lot of noises. I mean not a lot of noises, but like in here, the only noise was through me. And by noise, I don't mean like loud, like bumping music or nothing like that. Like any sort of if I drop my phone like this, like this on the on the um the counter. She, it doesn't scare her, but like any sort of like that, that would have scared Ryan. If I do went like this and drop that, that would, that wouldn't scare her, but that would kind of like, she would look up. Um, so she's very skittish, but she's learned, she's understood like the noises I make and I'm not a loud person. I don't walk on, you know, my heels. I kind of walk more softly as like an ex dancer, you know, like, so I don't make a lot of noise. Um, but being in a house with my parents, you know, there is like different noises throughout, 
you know, creaks that she's getting used to, like cabinet noises or just random little things that, you know, big, being in a bigger house in a bigger space um, does not bother Billy where it does kind of bother Ryan. So Ryan's mostly like hide, not hiding, but she's kind of like behind the bed underneath hiding for most of the day. Whereas Billy, you know, Billy don't give a fuck. Like, Billy gonna just do what she wanna do and just explore. But it is cute that, like, Ryan, um, out of anyone, she's, she, like, will go up to my dad and just, like, you know, cuddle with my dad. And I'm like, bitch, what? Because you know she don't like, she don't, it took her a long time to even want to be near me. And my dad is such a, like, he's such a dog person. So it's interesting that he's, you know, he's like, she's like, nope, I like him. I'm like, oh, that's so cute. <sighs> but anyways, let me go warm up this motherfucking um, water and start making my motherfucking top ramen. Oh, and I got these little, um, if you're in San Diego, go to the 7-Eleven. I don't know. I'm sure there's anywhere in Southern California because that's why, you know, Mexicans. But they got this thing called Oi Chamoy, which is like gummy bears mixed with chamoy. But they got the little, they got the las sandias, they got the little um, gummy gummy wor worms, they got all sorts of different types. But it's basically any sort of gummy thing mixed with chamoy. Bitch, I brought some with me. It's in my bag right now. I'm gonna be laid up in this motherfucking um, bed right now, munching on this little these little chamoy gummies. Ooh, they're so good, bitch. Ooh, I think I'm gonna drop a couple in my hot top. Um, no, that might be nasty. But I think I actually put my put some tahine. I just bought some new tahine because the tahine that I'd be ordering here ain't the same. But the tahine in California be bombing on and popping. So I'm going to put some of that in this little top ramen. It's going to be so good. But other than that, take care of yourself. Until next week, take care of yourself and each other. Bye.